Hey, good morning. If you don't know, that guy being interviewed, his name's Jay-Z. Um, and so obviously that would appeal to a certain generation. Um, I had photos, I just noticed Obama was in the background, um, just to get you know, someone of substance, and I'll, I'll refer to, to that discussion a little in a, a little sec. But look, who's been enjoying our series, our marriage series? I've been getting a huge amount out of it. Wasn't, <coughs> excuse me, wasn't Christie's message last week just so good? Amazing. Honestly, if you missed it, I feel like that message was kind of the linchpin message for this series. So if you missed it last week, go to our podcast at Oasis Church Perth and have a listen to that, that particular um, talk that Christy gave because that kind of sums everything up. So anyway, um, just a couple of things. We are in this series that finishes next week. So next week, Christy and I are going to sit on the couch, or maybe we're going to stand, I don't know, but uh, we're going to answer some, some Q&A. We're going to do some questions. So um, we need some questions from you guys. So um, could I ask you to please um, think about something today um, that you or your spouse have got a question about? And look, no topics off limits. Um, we want to talk about everything. Um, so could you think about a question today? Um, you can email it to Christy's email address, christy at oasischurchperth.com. I think at the moment we've got like one question to answer. So it's either going to be a really short service or... Um, or if you guys write some questions in today, uh, we'll hopefully have some stuff to talk about for next week. The other thing too is that our selfie station, which is just near the front door, is the last week that you and your wife or your husband can post um, a photograph of yourself, put a selfie up, to go in the, the running to win a night at the Crown Towers, is it? Crown Towers. Uh, it's pretty special. It's a $300 voucher. So don't miss out. I think there's... I'm guessing maybe 10 or so people that put in. So you think about the odds if you're a gambling person, which obviously you're not. Um, but Jeff Booth might be interested in this. Uh, the odds <laughs> is always, it's always sending Jack, my son, astray with his like t- talking to him about odds. And anyway, um, if you know the odds, like 10 to 1, come on, 10 to 1, you could have a night at Crown Towers. So do yourself a favor, go out the back, take a selfie of yourself and your spouse. You need to put the hashtag my marriage matters in there, get it up on Instagram and you're in the running. This is the very last week. So next week we'll, we'll announce the winner. Can't wait for that. Okay, so um, just quickly going back to Chrissy's talk last week. So she talked about that cycle. Do you remember that vision that she put up there of the cycle? So this wonderful thing when the husband serves, she called it the energizing cycle, but when the husband is willing to serve the spouse, the spouse finds it easy to humble herself and to submit to a husband. And that's this cycle that just keeps feeding itself. Well, look, um, I want to talk today about something quite different to all of that. And um, you can see the, uh, the image up there, fighting for love, fighting for love. So, you know, I want to talk about sometimes things don't go according to plan and sometimes we find ourselves um, fighting for our marriage. And uh, look, I put that interview up at the very start of Jay-Z um, because, and obviously if you don't read the gossip columns, you may not know, but Jay-Z is married to Beyonce, who's a fairly famous singer, and um, he was unfaithful to his wife um, at some point, and he announced, he told the world either this year or last year. And so it was a, a massive deal. And, you know, for any marriage something as fractious as that, something as, you know, 
willing to, to pull apart a relationship is huge, let alone doing it in front of the whole world, which he was willing to declare and talk that through. It's a pretty bold step. Understanding too that, you know, I'm not condoning what he did was right, but his willingness to talk about it, I think, needs to be commended. His willingness to confront it. And he had some really interesting things to say in that talk. And I'm going to pull out a couple of them as we go through today. But one of them that really jumped out at me was, he said, you can be in love with somebody, but if you don't have the tools, you're going to have complications. Who knows that just being in love is not enough? The emotion and all that that goes along with that is just not enough. And Jay-Z, his life was growing up in the streets, not really having good role models. His dad was a drug addict. You know, he didn't have a, a healthy family life to kind of show him what a healthy marriage was supposed to look like. And so he's had to learn some stuff along the way. Unfortunately, he's been learning it the hard way. Um, so you've got to have some tools. You've got to have some some strategies for working out how can I apply this to my marriage how can I do things better so we're going to look at some of those tools today you ready for that the other thing that I need to mention is that there'll be a little bit of a sex talk today Um, so if you're the parent of a teenager or the guardian of a teenager today there might be some interesting conversations that you can have with your teenage kids after the service today Um, and, uh, I mean, I've been talking about this with, with my kids, and they're like, oh, Dad, do you have to? Do you have to talk about that stuff? It's so gross. Um, but we need to talk about that because marriages are important, and that side of our marriage is absolutely important as well. So we will talk about that in a minute. All right, so let's talk about opposites attracting. Opposites attracting. You know, um, most of us, when we get married, we're attracted to people who are just the complete opposite of us. Who would agree? You with me on that? Some of us, I know that plenty of us have got married to people who are, you're like just the same. But most of us tend to marry people who are very opposite to us because that saying like a magnet, you know, opposites attract. And you're drawn to the sort of personalities that are not like you. So I'm fairly quiet and reserved. And I was always interested in someone fun-loving and vivacious. And I found that in Christy because she's always the life of the party, and, and I'm drawn to that. There's, there's part of me that gets energized by being around people like that. Um, but how many know, too, that the very same personality that you're drawn to, like you get married to that person, they're opposite you, and you're drawn to those things to start with, but as time goes by, like opposites stop attracting, and opposites, like it's opposites attack instead. Like you get really annoyed by some of your spouse's personality traits, which are the very thing that drew you to them in the very first place. Um, And so sometimes we we start wanting to fight. We want to kind of, you get annoyed, you get uh, frustrated by those personality traits of the person that you fell in love with. Um, But of course, we never fight, do we? None None of us husbands and wives, you never fight. Christy, do we ever fight? I... I can't think of a time, you know, I'm racking my brains. I don't think ever. No, that's, that's not true, of course. You know, I, I was thinking of an example, and, you know, it was only a week or so ago that we got into this big dust-up about who came up with the idea of um, getting these crowd specific crowd-control barriers for church. Well, like, it was my idea. No, it was my idea. And, like, don't we fight about the most stupid things? Like, you look back in hindsight and go, why were we even... Like discussing that. Why was that a big deal? Why was that a deal breaker? Why did something so simple as that, um, you know, cause problems? But they do. And we do fight. 
So the question is, I'm not saying that we shouldn't fight. In fact, it's part of, we're, we're two different people, aren't we? We're opposites, you know. One's, you've got different personalities, you've got different upbringings, you've got all, everything's different about you and you're coming together as one. I mean, not only that, you've got a man and a woman are opposites. You know, saying men are from Mars or a men from Uranus. I can't remember. Anyway, um, so you're, you're just so different and you're coming together. There's going to be a clash. There's going to be something going on there. So um, I want us to look at our key verse today, which comes from James chapter 1. And he says this, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Being quick to listen. Now let's think about that for a second, being quick to listen. So often when the storm clouds start to roll in and we're ready for a punch up, like we're ready to kind of clash, we're ready to go toe to toe, the first thing that you think about is not like, oh yeah, I really want to take the time to listen what they have to say. Would you agree with me or not? I mean, generally what happens when there's a clash looming is that this, this hormone in our body called adrenaline starts to kick in. Adrenaline is a very powerful hormone and it's not good for discussion, let me tell you. Adrenaline does something incredible to your body and, and um, physiologists will talk about the flight or the fight instinct. Have you ever heard of that before? So you actually, it prepares you for action. Adrenaline prepares you for action. Like I'm already, I'm ready to punch someone's lights out or I'm ready to run in the other direction. But what happens when adrenaline comes into our bodies, this wonderful thing we've got at the front of our head called the cerebral cortex, which is great for high reasoning and thinking things through, stops to function all of a sudden. And instead of the cerebral cortex being ready and ready to discuss this thing that we've got to work through, the base of our brain becomes the thing, the prominent thing, the fight, the action, the, the things that we have to do, like fighting or, or flighting. So all of a sudden, instead of being able to think things through, we're ready to do action, ready to punch someone's lights out or run in the other direction. So we've lost the ability to use our cerebral cortex. We become like cavemen or cavewomen. And so instead of just talking things through, it's like, ooga booga, ooga booga. Like, I don't know exactly what that means, but I'm guessing ooga booga translates as, you never put the trash out. Um, or... Like, you've, you've lost that ability to think things through, and so you start behaving or misbehaving um, because the adrenaline kicks in. So James's advice is on point. He's saying, kind of take a step back for a second and start thinking, start listening, um, and learning about what the other person has to say. It's not an easy thing to do, and that's why we need to remind ourselves to listen first. One of the things that Jay-Z just said in that interview, he said, you have to acknowledge the pain. You have to let that person have their say. And I know it's hard to do, but it's so important to listen to that other person. Listen to them say their piece. Get it out and just be in a listening mind. And while we're on the subject, guys, let me tell you now, you cannot multitask. You cannot. So don't try and listen to your spouse and watch the TV at the same time. Don't try and listen and be texting someone or watching something or watching a game on your phone. 
it's, you're not going to be able to do it. Girls can do it. I know you're awesome at multitasking, but guys, we just can't do that. So put the phone down, put the distraction down, look them in the eyeballs and listen. Listen to what they have to say. I <laughs> can hear the girls saying, amen. Oh, man, you preach that. <laughs> guys, it's, this is really important. And i tell you what else. You know, for a woman, it's so important to be heard. To be heard is vital for them. Guys, we have other needs. But to be listened to by a wife says that you care about me. You're listening to me. You're, you're interested in my life. So let's make sure that we let our wife talk. If you're a guy, listen to your wives. Listen to what they have to say. And, I mean, there are times and places, right? Just when you're drifting off to sleep, you know, that is not the ideal time, is it? That's not the ideal time to, to bring up what happened seven weeks ago. It's not going to go down well. So choose your time wisely. All right, let's talk a little bit about our anger management. Um, so we understand that um, getting angry is not ideal. Getting angry doesn't solve much. Getting angry is not conducive to good dialogue. Um, but sometimes we do. Sometimes our emotions just get heated up and we do get angry. Um, James's advice was clear again. He says that we should be slow to get angry. Be slow to get angry. So stay on top of your emotions. Be slow to get angry. Um, but look, sometimes things escalate, don't they? Things get out of control and you start, you know, you've, you've, had, it, you've had it out. You've had a bit of a fight and you can't resolve it and you can't have it stalemates. And, you know, day turns into night. Sometimes, like, you think it's over and you go off to work. And uh, I'm being really honest with you right now. Sometimes you go, ah, off to work. You know, that'll be, that'll all blown over by the time afternoon comes around. It'll be good as gold. But no, it's still there. It's lingering. It hasn't fixed itself up. So, you know, you get into bed. <laughs> and what are, the, what are the rules of engagement? If you're in a fight with your spouse and you're getting into bed at night, there are certain things that we do, right? Rule number one, definitely back to back. Definitely back to back. There is an invisible line in the middle of the bed and you can never cross that line. If your toe accidentally touches or brushes against the other person, you quickly withdraw it. Don't let them know that you care about them in any way. Pull that toe away. Now, there, we respond in two different ways. You're either the quiet type and you, you freeze them out. So generally, you try and slow your breathing down to completely stopping. <laughs> you don't even breathe. Don't give them the satisfaction that you're even alive in the bed. You're dead. You're dead. And, you know, thoughts might cross your mind. Well, they'll have to wake up in the morning and I won't even be alive. Ha! <laughs> the other person responds in a much more aggressive fashion. And that's all the huffing and the puffing and the pulling the covers over your way, and stomping around the room, slamming doors. It's hilarious, isn't it? We behave like... Anyway. Paul, again, he comes up with the goods. He's like Dr. Phil. Paul is amazing for relationship advice. He says this in Ephesians 4, verse 26. Do not let the sun go down 
while you are still angry. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. Phyllis Diller, a late great comedian, once said, uh, what did she say? Don't let the sun go down in your anger. Stay up and fight. And that's the sort of thing, <laughs> that's the kind of crude way of saying that you need to talk through those differences straight away. You've got to deal with them. You can't just kind of pretend that it's all going to go away. Um, and one of Jay-Z's quotes, again, I thought was great. He goes, you can either address it or you can pretend until it blows up at some point. Not dealing with a problem and trying to cover it up is just a recipe for disaster down the track. It's like trying to bury a body in a shallow grave. You know, you think it's enough to kind of cover, the, cover up their feet and you can walk away going, hey, I've never bur- buried somebody in a shallow grave. I've seen it in the movies, okay? Don't judge me. Just dogs and cats, and budgies. <laughs> Bur- bury them in a shallow grave, walk away, think it's all going to be fine. But you, you just know that over time, that, that body's going to surface. The FBI will be onto you in, in no time at all. So, <laughs> so um, you've got to deal with it. Be upfront with it, as painful as it is. So many of us, we sort of think to ourselves, I don't want to worry. I don't want to go through the hassle of the confrontation. It's just going to be annoying. We've got to spend time talking this through. Can't we just kind of gloss over it and, you know, do the shallow grave thing and get on? The problem is you'll have a much bigger mess to deal with down the track. So you may as well come up front and work it through as best you can straight away. So don't let the sun go down on your anger. Sometimes, however, um, all those strategies are not working so well and you need to call time. You need time out. Time out is a valuable strategy for your marriage. Sometimes the emotions are so high and you're just not being able to talk things through the way that you'd like to do. You need a counsellor and the counsellor's name is the Holy Spirit. The person who is intimately acquainted with your life, who knows you so well, you need to take time out and pray through the scenario, pray through what's going on. And it's incredible the perspective that you're going to get being able to get away from all the emotion and the hype and actually talking through with your friend, the Holy Spirit, about what's going on. I find, ultimately, when I'm praying, and part of it is self-talk. Part of it is you kind of talking things through and coming to some conclusions. But inevitably, you, you ask yourself the question, well, what's in my power to do? Like, what can I change? Because you can't change the other person, can you? You can't change them. They're, they've got their things that they're responsible for and you've got your things that you're responsible for. So ultimately, you need to take responsibility for what you can change. And if you're willing to do that, then that's us getting halfway toward clarity in your, in your disagreements. Okay, we're ready for the sex talk, people. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk, come on, all the good things and the bad things that may be. Oh, I love talking about sex. It's great. Such a good subject, isn't it? Everyone loves it. But I tell you what, in our marriages, it is so important. Oh, it's so important. So, and I'll go into that right now. There's something incredibly healing about sexual intimacy in marriage. It's a vital ingredient to a healthy marriage. 
Now, I was thinking about um, an analogy, and the one that, that really stands out to me is a picture of a tuning fork. You guys know what a tuning fork is? It's this piece of metal, and you bang it on a whatever piece of wood or something hard, and it'll vibrate. And the classic tuning fork is tuned to an A, so it, it vibrates at 440 hertz, which is 440 cycles in a second. And so it makes that humming sound, whoop, whatever A is. Now, the interesting thing is that when that tuning fork is vibrating, if you were to get another tuning fork that's the same, don't hit it with anything, but just hold it up near to the other tuning fork that's already vibrating, guess what happens to the still one? It starts to vibrate. And they both start humming at the same frequency. Now, that's what happens when you guys come together in sexual intimacy. As husband and wife, you start to... You're humming at the same frequency. You get back together on the same page. And that's the, the point that I'm trying to get to. It is so important for our relationships. Marvin Kaye's song, Sexual Healing, Sexual Healing Baby, he was talking about the healing that comes. It's a universal thing. The healing that comes to your relationship um, when you make sure that that part of your relationship is healthy. And I'm coming back to Paul again. Who, thought, who would have thought that sex advice would come from Paul, the Bible scholar? But Dr. Phil comes up again, trumps, in 1 Corinthians 7, verse 5. And he says this, Do not deprive each other, except perhaps by mutual consent. And he goes on in verse 7, sorry, in verse 3, The husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs, and the wife should fulfill her husband's needs. The wife gives authority over her body to her husband, and the husband gives authority over his body to his wife. There's power in that, and it's not just for the guy's benefit. I know that most of us guys, we're driven, we've got strong sexual urges, right? Just like the woman likes to be listened to and likes to be heard, so the guy needs that sexual outlet for most of us. And it's really important that we don't deprive one another of that basic need, unless by mutual consent. And now I get too that sometimes that part of the relationship is not working, it's not healthy. And there's a whole bunch of reasons why that can come into play. You know, sometimes it's because of experiences that you had when you were younger. Sometimes it's just a biological thing. But I want to encourage all of you husbands and wives to talk about this stuff. Don't sweep it under the carpet. Don't pretend that it doesn't exist. If it is a problem, we should talk about it. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just a Christian thing. I don't know if it's just Christians that don't like talking about this stuff. But it's really important for us to be able to talk about it in a healthy manner. And, and if, you're, if you're struggling in this area, if, the, if that side of your relationship is not healthy, if it's not good, then somebody needs to call it and say, hang on, I think we need help in this area. And there's a whole bunch of books available. You can, you know, Christian books that can counsel you through that stuff. There are um, people now that can counsel you in sexual therapy. And it's important. I know we kind of talking about it, but this is important, right? This is really important. for, Like I said, if you want to be frequent... If your frequencies want to be on the same page, then your sexual life needs to be healthy as well. So get some help. We've got Patricia Wirakun coming to talk on date night. 
November 11 is coming up really soon. So that's one thing that you can come along to and, and listen to and talk about. I know it's hard to talk about it. Honestly, I think we need to be talking about it. Find people that you trust that you can actually talk through this area with. Now, you might say to me, look, that's all well and good, but our marriage has just got beyond repair. It's just too hard right now. It's just got too hard. We can't talk anymore. We can't deal with this thing. And I just want to give you a little bit of hope because Jesus said this one statement in Matthew 19, with man, this is impossible, but with God, what? All things are possible. All things. The most crazy, difficult, dysfunctional relationship can find healing with Christ's help in your life. You really can. I want to give you hope today that even the hardest thing you can find health in. Now, you might, I was thinking about a relationship a bit like a garden. It's a bit like a garden. Now, if you tend that garden a little bit every every week, (laughs) that's kind of a loose description of what a garden should be, right? Um, If you look after your garden... Every week, just doing a little bit of, you know, sweeping and a little bit of hedge trimming and bit by bit, it just looked marvelous all the time. And it only requires a little bit of work every week. But, as in the case of this thing, you don't do anything. You don't put any chlorine in the pool, (laughs) which I just, yeah, this was our our backyard, by the way. Um, That's why we never had people over. (laughs) this was 30 years of abuse to a backyard and it got so out of hand and so broken and so messed up we had this stewart tree growing in our backyard and it was over 30 meters high it wasn't being it wasn't tended it wasn't looked after it wasn't manicured and it just kept growing and growing and growing Till eventually the tree was so big that it overshadowed not just our backyard, but the neighbor's backyard. And it was a, lands- it was a landmark for our whole suburb. You could drive down the street and go, oh, that, that must be the Blakey's house because of that giant chewet tree. So what do you do? I mean, I couldn't just go out to that tree and try swinging an axe. Like, it was beyond me. It was beyond me. We couldn't have done anything without professional help. And that's my point today. Sometimes things get a little bit out of hand and they get beyond your ability just to fix it, just to get out there with a, with a broom and, or a blower and just sort it out. That's not, a quick fix is not going to work. And that's when we need professional help. So I want to encourage you, if things have got tough, if things have got hard, then don't be afraid of calling in the professionals and getting somebody to talk things through who's maybe an objective um, opinion who can give you some ideas for how you can move forward in your relationship. And uh, sometimes it's one person saying we need help, it's the other person denying it. But if you're willing to persevere until you can find a place and a time and an agreed person to adjudicate and talk things through, it is vital and it's worth fighting for. As Jay-Z said again, I'm bringing it it home now, he said, um, you can keep fighting one another or you can fight for something bigger. And we chose to fight for love and honestly guys we can decide we can take our corners and we can decide to fight one another or we can decide to fight for something bigger than us something way better and like like he said in the interview it was worth the fight because at the other end of that it was really difficult but at the other end of it it was beautiful coming out the other side it was beautiful it was amazing 
And every marriage is designed by God and it's beautiful in His eyes. No matter the struggle, I want to encourage you, things can be worked through and they can, you can resolve those differences that you have and you can build something amazing. 